What is going on, guys? Welcome into the 465 Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, G-Money Commission. We're on a new platform here. I think it's actually could work out a little better because we can just record the things I need to record before we start, and then we add in the guests later. So here it is. Week one is in the books. Oh, here it goes. What is going on, guys? Welcome on back to the 465 Fantasy Football Podcast. Like I said in the beginning, week one is in the books. Uh, diners, drive-ins, and dines. Took a loss this week, and to be honest with you, it hurt more because I haven't lost a regular season game since Vietnam. But that happens. Speaking of Nam, um, we don't have any Asians here today, so that didn't really make sense. But it's okay. Gabe is here. Gabe is in the building. Gabe, it is live. Uh, we're going to do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Gabe, real Apria. What do you say here, Gabe? What up, G? Gabe, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. It's yeah, a pleasure man. to have you. Thank We're doing you this live. Um, yeah. I mean, week one was was crazy. I'm not going to lie. You haven't heard the episode, and maybe I don't release it for fantasy karma purposes, but I, I had some negative things to say about your team last week, mm-hmm. but they came mm-hmm. through with the dub uh listen i'm mad enough to admit it um i didn't like your team coming out of the draft i'm actually looking at you in your face and telling you i didn't like your team coming out of the draft thank you for that i appreciate that but um but one and oh and and guess what i i talked all this shit and i'm sitting here oh one and that's just the way it goes um so how are you feeling after week one uh i guess what i really want to ask you is are you nervous about todd Gurley? Two goal line touchdowns went to the backup Malcolm Brown. And uh yeah. I mean you're you still want. You want. Good for you. I don't know what that feels like. You want. But it's gotta it's gotta be some level of concern. Yeah, I mean, definitely like after week one, I'm definitely glad I won. It's more just because I had a lot of starters kind of not like step up to the plate and didn't really do well. Uh it's kind of bummed, but I ended up with the win, which was great, uh, pulled through. Um, guys, I mean, I don't know what happened there. Got hurt again. Disappointment. But going back to what you said about Todd Gurley, I am a little nervous, but at the same time, I mean, yeah, he's, you know, his knees aren't 100%, but I think he's still going to be able to not necessarily – he's not going to have 100 yards rushing, I don't think, but he is going to have chances to score. I think it's still early to tell. And I think with a couple more chances, he'll be back in it. Um, there is a little bit of concern, not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, you're always concerned. Obviously, it's your, your first-round pick, and you want to see him produce. It could just be early in the season. Don't want to get him too crazy yet. There were a couple plays where we were watching, and it was just, uh, you know, he thought, you know, maybe last year he he attacks the defender, tries to roll him over. There's one play specifically where I thought he was going to run him over. Right. Instead, he ran out of bounds. Um so we don't know the extent of his injury there. He seems what, hesitant. Yeah, and with the knee, I mean, Todd Gurley and Greg Payne are probably the only two 26-year-olds I know that have old knees. So, um, it's that arthritis. I, I guess it, it was only I guess it was only appropriate for Todd Gurley to test those old knees out, but he he, he didn't want to give it a go. Yeah, I know. Um, and he's got to step up because I mean, we've seen it so many times, with, especially in the running back position. Like, you know, you could have two bad games and then. You get in less and less carries. Next thing you know, you're on the bench, and that's it. Yeah. So, so actually, we're going to talk about the matchups anyway. Let's just jump right into yours since okay. we're already here. Um, obviously, you had a good week, but I'm not even as interested 
in what your starters did. <laughs> I knew this was coming. Your, dude, your, your bench, Sammy Watkins, yeah. uh, probably the stud of the week, 42.3 yeah. points, 198 yards, three touchdowns. Michael Gallup, one of those picks you made where I was just like, okay. I had a, had a game, yeah. seven for what, 158. C.J. Anderson, eh. Yeah. Mark Andrews from the clouds. Tom Brady turning back the clock on Sunday night. I mean – on, on, on you, I mean, team total wise, you probably put up the most points this week. Yeah, and it's it's a shame because I listen. I've had Sammy Watkins before, and he's always been back and forth. When I play him, he doesn't play well in the game. When I bench him, he's a star. I didn't know what to do, so I said, "Let me put him on my bench. Let me have him, let me have him as backup. He'll be a nice flex spot." And then Tyreek Hill goes down, but even before that. He Mahomes is slinging touchdowns to him like it's nothing. Slanging it. Slanging it. And he's up here with 42.3 points for me. So, like I said, I got some restructuring restructuring to do. But, I mean, I'm just happy I got these guys, and I'm happy I didn't trade them to BJ. Shout out to BJ for not trading me, Antonio Brown. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Antonio Brown. <laughs> we'll Sorry, get, did, did I bring that up to yeah, we'll, we'll get into him a little. <laughs> we'll get into him a little bit later. Actually, uh, I had a conversation with Miag that we'll play towards the end of this episode where we got a little more into it, Antonio Brown. Obviously, we'll, we'll get into it. Uh, but Gabe, pr- first inaugural week, first week in the league, taking down the defending champion. No better way to introduce yourself. And uh, congrats on the win. Thank you. Thank you. Put and, myself on the map. I look forward to you going 0-12 the rest of the way. Yeah, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. When do I play you? Week 12, I think? I don't know, man. Oof. Look out. Yeah, no, I'm definitely scared of Derrick Henry scoring 30 points again. Listen, you should be. Yeah, no. That, oh, with Fat Man Henry. Oh, my God. Uh, he had the most points for me as the starters. That's, that's, yeah, that's something, something else. That's something. He, I mean, Sammy Watkins would have, but he was Carlos hiding on your bench. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, so let's get to the next matchup here. Let's just go right into mine. I like to get mine out of the way. Obviously, um, me and Gabe, uh, me and Gabe, me and Jay were at a stalemate in the projection all week, uh, really all day Sunday and most of the night Monday. Tough game. Uh, Zeke Elliott uh, scored a touchdown. It was nice to send that gift to the the chat. Uh, but Joe Mixon, Mike Evans, uh, pick two and three, really yeah. just not coming through for me. And obviously, uh, the Philly D. Uh, one guy I want to really highlight here is my new favorite player in the NFL. Uh, we're calling him the Hawk. So uh, TJ Hawkinson setting an NFL record for a rookie tight end in his first game going six receptions for 131 in a touchdown. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, I was pretty, he's the only reason I even kept it close this week. Uh, I thought thought he had a chance to do something good, but at the same time, you never know with rookie tight end, so he really just taking a chance. He was just as likely to score zero as uh, the performance he had, so I'm happy to have him there. Late draft round late round draft pick, and uh, the same thing goes for Jay te- Jay's team. Most of his team is pretty flaccid here. Cam Newton, Mike Williams, and Devonta Freeman, but his, his tight end went off. His kicker went off. I'm a little surprised at Cam Newton. I mean, we all knew he wasn't going to be what he was in the past, but I mean, five points, that's I mean, for for Cam Newton level, that I mean, that's just nothing. He's he's got to produce more, and I don't know. I think these guys is uh, oh, he doesn't have a backup QB. I don't know, Jay. It might be time to look elsewhere because I I don't think Cam is 100 percent with his foot injury. So I don't know. Cam's not 100 percent, and McCaffrey is clearly clearly a monster. Yeah, uh, he's running that offense. The two good things going for Jay, really pulling away with the victory here, is Alvin Kamara's first-round pick, which just went off in the second half of yesterday's game, Monday Night Football, and Josh Jacobs, impressive in his debut. The Broncos' defense in Oakland the last couple years has really been a shit show. So uh, sad to see it because they got that new defensive coordinator there. Their head coach was the old Bears defensive coordinator, so they expected a little more out of them. Didn't really come through. Congrats, Jay, 1-0. and, and that's Josh really all you can ask for. Josh Jacobs. My Lord, he he just – it wasn't even the fact that he was running – I mean, they, he just couldn't be tackled. Yeah. He was he was pushing off guys left and right. That was that was a show. Really, just uh, going into the game, Josh Jacobs needed nine points. So the only thing I can say is thank you, Josh Jacobs, for scoring a touchdown in the first five minutes because I went to bed. 
Exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's all. Tied uh, Ladanian Tomlinson for uh, two touchdowns and over 100 scrimmage yards Sheesh. for his NFL debut. And if, if anybody knows me, knows my love for the Chargers, you know I'm a big LT fan. So I had much respect for Josh Jacobs. Much, much respect for Josh Jacobs. I'll tell you one person not getting any respect in this league, and I don't think week one changed it at all. Paul Sullivan, Oof. Sully's Army versus Pardon My Stake. Uh, ended up being not an awful week for Paul. Uh, his team came through in the end to score some points, and he only lost to uh, Allen here by about 13 points. Uh, taking a look at this matchup here, Gabe, what is what are some things that really stuck out to you? Well, I mean, you look at it right away, and you look at the goose egg from uh, Rudolph. I mean, that's just absolutely unacceptable. He's got to figure out something there. And Brandon Cooks, I mean, I, I think another – Another stud, another disappointment, or not stud, dud, another disappointment. Um, you know, he's got golf throwing him and golf's great, but Brandon Cooks has shown in the past that he's been able to produce. But I mean, week one, he just didn't get it done. And, uh, you know, he's, Paul's got some guys. I mean, Drew Brees, I mean, he, he's just one of those timeless quarterbacks, I, in my opinion. I think he's great no matter what game it is. Um, but I mean, you know, he can only do so much and he can only carry a team so far. Yeah, Paul combined for about 60, 70 points <laughs> on Monday Night Football. So that was ended up really ch- changing it around for Allen. Uh, Lamar Jackson, one of the fantasy studs of the week, clearly. Wow. Um, five touchdowns from a guy who's <laughs> pretty good for a running back. He was practicing out there. Uh, Miami Dolphins D was uh, not nowhere to be found a little concerned with his running backs Tevin Coleman obviously not doing much and then getting hurt David Montgomery still trying to work his way into the offense so uh but Latavius Murray there on the bench could could see uh you know anticipated him to see that Mark Ingram role and he definitely got some love last night so Allen sitting there one and oh uh Paul in the beginning of a long season they expected to go 0 and 13 starts 0 and 1 to nobody's surprise would Uh, you have started Latavius Murray if I was Brown, no. Okay. Uh, uh, Tevin Coleman was supposed to start. David Montgomery was supposed to start. Uh, I like both those guys better. I do um, like Murray, but yeah, I don't know. But he, he's gonna have to start Murray next week anyway. Yeah. Um, but he got he got the win. So I mean, one and no doesn't really matter how you exactly. get there. It's all about getting that in. So uh, win. So let's go look at the one person that did worse than Paul. Uh, shout out to Greg. His birthday was yesterday. Greg Pendergast stealing dangerous. 89.7. Couldn't come through. Need to make a better wish when you blew out the candles there, bud. 89.7 points. And uh, David Johnson, I guess the one bright side for Greg, uh, even though David Johnson scored literally 25% of his points, um, he took David Johnson uh, early, and he and he got the production he needed out of him. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey sitting on the bench. Uh, lot, a lot of weird decisions here for Greg, I think. If I were Greg, I probably wasn't starting Tyrell Williams, so I don't really think about double guess. I don't second guess that one too much. But Alshon Jeffrey over Sterling Shepard and or Kenyon Drake is Sterling to she- me. I mean, Sterling Shepard should right? be on your bench. It's got to be uh, no brainer. Yeah, I I agree with that one hundred percent. I I would have definitely played Jeffrey. I got to be honest. I might even think about playing Tyrell Williams. He's a fast fast player he can obviously catch the ball he can get you yards when you need to um he's very tall like i said and i mean he's he's been reliable especially all the years um like i said he played with the charter i mean i've I've seen him up close pretty much because he played with the chargers so i I mean definitely put him in the lineup because he's you know Derek carr is going to get him the ball he's going to get it to him yeah i mean (sighs) It's so it's so weird, and even uh, we shit on we shit on him earlier in the day because he dropped. Uh, oh, what the hell is his name? Delaney Walker, uh, who scored two touchdowns for Darren Waller. Darren Waller actually got a lot of targets in this game, so that doesn't look as bad. But if you're going to start a Miami running back in fantasy football, <sighs> be prepared to lose. On the other side of it, Duke getting my ass. Uh, Actually, just traded away Zach Ertz. He's got Antonio Brown on the way. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Had a pretty good week here. Once again, enough to win. Nothing too sexy. Amari Cooper playing a good game. But uh, anything else that stuck out there for you and Miag? Jameis Winston starting. Interesting. 
I would have 100% put in Dak Prescott. I would have kept Jameis Winston on my bench. I I don't believe in Jameis Winston anymore, to be honest with you. I think he's a pretty okay quarterback, but in the past, people have looked at him as a great quarterback because the team around him was just trash. And now they're starting to just show that, I mean, he can't, he just can't do it. And he's, he's over here, three interceptions, 194 yards, touchdown, great. But I mean, the three interceptions, I mean, Dak, Dak had a day, four touchdowns, 405 yards. I mean, that's just a no brainer. So, I mean, you take that as you will, but I would have absolutely played Dak. Miag has this impulsive need to have as many quarterbacks as he can in the roster. Uh, so he has three there, Baker, Dak, Dakota Rain. And uh, obviously, Jameis Winston. I didn't. I didn't hate this matchup for Jameis Winston. Well, I thought it'd be a better matchup for him. Um, but if you pick Winston, I, in hi- hindsight, being twenty twenty, obviously you pick Dak there. But I don't hate the win. Personally, I don't hate the Winston pick. He just uh, he looked god awful out there, and I don't. I don't think he's going to sniff a starting lineup again anytime soon. Ended up with the W. Miag ended up with the yeah. W. Yeah. So that's. I, Tampa Bay just looked like, oh, my God. Uh, we actually watched that Tampa Bay 49ers game with Paul, and Paul's the worst person. I've, I've never never watched the 49ers. Paul's a 49er fan. Okay. Speaking about random teams that people like on the West Coast, I'm one as, as you're wearing a Chargers tank top, uh, Paul's a huge Niners fan, and uh, he, he is uh, he's a roller coaster of emotions. So well, he's the one that posted the gif of Garoppolo in the group chat. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. But make that, sure when you type your name – just don't tell him it's you. <laughs> that made sense to me. I was like, yo, who's who's like yeah. rocking Garoppolo? It's, right it's actually funny because Paul hates Jimmy G. And then you'll <laughs> tell him that and he'll be like, no, I, I love Jimmy G. I just uh, – uh, 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 running backs, three and a half yards carry. We just need to run the ball. Right. Yeah. Okay, Paul. <sighs> All right. We got a lot of – All right. We talked about you. Uh, Juju on that beat. It went in my ass. This one ended up being close, Jimmy, with the late – Late comeback, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is out of this world. Um, so take a look at that matchup there. Juju on that beat, it went to my ass. Uh, what really stuck out to you here? Some big performances from Jim, some big performances from Marty. Yeah, I mean, Jim had some great performances. Like you said, Carson Wentz, um, you know, Damian Williams, they came through. Um, you look at the top of the, the roster and it's it's all high numbers and then as it gets lower, Stefan Diggs, a little disappointing, OJ Howard, Sony Michelle. I I saw him with a bigger production, 14 yards. I mean, that's nothing. And listen, Jimmy, I mean, I, I know it doesn't matter what I'm what I'm gonna say. At, at the end of this, Jimmy's gonna be shitting on me for what I said to him. So it doesn't really matter. I'm just gonna say it. Why the fuck do you have the Browns D? Why did you take them? Browns Why did you D. draft them? I I don't believe in them. I think their offense is a lot better. ODJ, they got Baker, and they got Juice, and then Joku. And, yeah, they're killing it. But what what makes you think their defense is going to do anything? So I I just didn't agree with that at all. And then, I mean, Artie, Artie came through. I mean, Baltimore, they just – they had a game. They just – they toyed with Miami. They got to do whatever they want. And anytime your kicker gets 10 points or higher – you're most like, I mean, arguably most likely going to win. I mean, I mean, Justin Tucker scored 11 and I lost, but I get the point. <laughs> I mean, kickers just they don't they don't really put up those numbers all the time. I mean, even though he did have Corey Davis with zero, I mean, didn't matter. He he came through and Mark Ingram, Robert Woods, like Juju. I love Juju. I think he just has to sit in his role as the number one receiver for Pittsburgh, even more so than Washington and. He'll be all right. But, um, yeah, this was a close one. Yeah, one thing I just wanted to touch on here was the Steelers. I made a prediction in the first show, or I don't even know if it was an official prediction, but I did say I was worried about the Steelers. I didn't think that they were going to be as good as probably anticipated, and, and Sunday night they just looked god-awful. I hope I think they're a team that can figure it out because their defense is – they didn't show it, but their defense is pretty good. Uh, their offense should be pretty good. Uh, I think they're a team that turns it around. I think maybe the Patriots are just on a completely different playing field right now. Yeah. So I hope I hope to see them turn it around, but uh, not to say I didn't see this coming. They, um, they have to understand what their offense is going to be like without Bell and Brown. They have to really sit there and go, all right, 
what weapons do we have? Where are we going to go? I mean, this is all self-explanatory, yeah, but of course. they look, like you said, they look lost out there. They, they realized they didn't have the Pro Bowl talent that we're used to, so they have to make some changes. Yeah, it's uh, it could be a long year in Pittsburgh, uh, the Steel City. Uh, it's going to be a sad day to see the Patriots, the Patriots, to see the Steelers go through a re- rebuild. Uh, I think if they if they struggle this year, it, it might be the last time we see Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, going on to the last matchup here, uh, testing these old knees out. Whew. First team landmines, BJ Sheesh. putting the team on his back. Sheesh. Back, man. Uh, 157.5 for the high score of the week. Uh, the second lowest scoring of the week, team landmines. What in this matchup really stuck out to you? I mean – Let's just get it out of the way. Patrick Mahomes. Come on. Patrick Mahomes. Yes, sir. Had a day. Had some fun. Just throwing it like it was – it it got to the point where just from the highlights I saw, it made it seem like they were just making Jacksonville's defense just look bad. It wasn't even a sense of, oh, we're scoring, oh, we have talent. It was like Patrick Mahomes knew that the defense wasn't going to do anything, so he could just do whatever he wanted. Christian McCaffrey coming through. I I was a little surprised BJ went McCaffrey one instead of Saquon. But, I mean, as you can tell, it really worked out. And then shout out to BJ for grabbing my boy Eckler. Good for you. I was going to take him, but you know what? Good for you. He came through. He is our next up man, go-to guy. He's going to score a lot. Eckler's going Eckler's gonna to step into the role, and he's going to come through. And I also love, love – how timeless Larry Fitzgerald is like he's been here so long. He's been through it all. And yet he still put 21.3 points, 113 yards and a touchdown. Come on. Like there, there are uh, veteran players who are a lot faster and a lot younger who can't put up numbers close to that. So good on him. Yeah. love Larry Fitz turning back the clock. Austin Eckler, obviously one of the studs of the week. Um, Christian McCaffrey, he's he's out of this world. BJ said it from the beginning. He he didn't trust the Giants' offense, and I think that really came through. Saquon Barkley scored fifteen point nine, but I didn't come on too many touches. I think he, I, I don't even know off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, I mean he rushed the ball eleven times for one hundred twenty yards. That's ten. It's almost ten yards, actually over ten yards of carry. So I mean the guy's unreal, but uh, the game script just didn't allow him to be as heavily involved as we would like to see. Shout out to Greg for grabbing Gronk too. Hey, you never know. He yeah. can come back. But uh, because of this matchup, I had some very special requests this week to make sure BJ would not be a part of this podcast or at least get a voice on to, you know, really, while he's on his high horse, don't don't give him a microphone. And, and guess what? Because you guys asked for it, I give you now, Mr. BJ Burton. See, G, 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 G. what it do, BJ? Here we go. Oh, what is going on, BJ? Welcome into the 465 Fantasy Football Podcast by special request. Uh, you didn't, <laughs> nobody wanted you to be in the podcast today because everyone feels like you're on a high horse, scored the most points in the league. Uh, how you feeling after week one? Obviously, last year you just matched your season win total from last year. So, uh, yeah, what's, what's the vibe in the Burton house these days? All I got to say is he's back. I mean, it's, it's just – it's fantastic. 157 and a half points, and that's coming with 3.5 from Tyreek Hill, zero from my kicker, and I still put up a monster amount. I mean, to say jazzed would be an understatement right now. Now, I, I do have to say you did make a trade um, – Antonio Brown is no is, is now a Patriot, but no longer on your team. Um, conspiracy theorists out there are saying that you're actually the ones that you're actually the one that put out the rape allegations. Uh, is there any truth to this? I neither hear, uh, I neither confirm nor deny uh, that accusation. Uh, I have to plead the fifth. Huh. Just real, real suspicious that these rape allegations come across as soon as you trade them away from your team. <sighs> Like I said, uh, I'm just going to have to afford my Fifth Amendment rights and uh, plead the fifth. 
All right. Well, uh, BJ, uh, I do have one more question for you. AB is no longer on your team. You did pick up Jamison Crowder. Tyree Kill is out for an undisclosed amount of time. Uh, any concerns out of your wide receiver corps? Obviously, Larry Fitzgerald turned back the clock this weekend, but is it something that you are going to account for every week? No, no, not at all. I mean, I, I will say, you know, I had a conversation with Miag about Crowder a couple times, and, you know, Crowder's a PPR machine. Slamming Sammy Darnold is just going to dump it off to him all day long. So I'm very happy with sliding him into the into the starting lineup. I think he's going to do just fine for me. You know, big, big upgrade on Zach Ertz, so I'm happy about that. But uh, T.Y. is going to kill it, continue to kill it. Uh, Larry Fitz is going to get passes. I mean, that, that Arizona Cardinals offense is going to toss it up to him. Kyler found his guy, so I'm all right right now. I, I like my squad. I, I may or may not have a couple waiver claims in there, maybe to bolster some positions, but I'm, I'm, I'm Gucci with what I'm looking at right now. Definitely like to hear that. But just one, one more time, one more thing before I let you go, buddy. Uh, over under six and a half knee slaps watching the end of, end of that Jets game. What was the number? Six and a half. I'm going to go I, – I, I honestly have to go under on that because uh, honestly at this point in time I've become numb to the Jets. I mean, at 16 nothing. I didn't even think the game was over, rightfully so. So when the Bills scored three and then 10 and then took the lead by one, at that point it was just like, here we go again. So I really didn't react too much to it. I reacted more to my fancy squad scoring all those points, honestly. Um, definitely the way to go. I can say as a Giants fan, I, I look forward to my fantasy team uh, more than my more than my real <laughs> team most weeks. Uh, so thank you, BJ, for taking the time to come in. Well, What's that? Can can I ask a um, question? Sure. Yeah, it's your show now. Go ahead. I, ask I, a question. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know when this. Uh, when this. Dude, I'll tell you what. This this new there. program it might go out tomorrow. It, get yeah, out I, of it is. Get the, out of here. I, I've had zero issues with it at this point. The sound. You'll you'll hear it. This is just through the app. We're using our phones right now. And the sound quality. I had a phone conversation with Miag, and now I'm having a phone conversation with you. Uh, it's going to sound good. It's going to be quick. There's going to be no issues, and I'm just going to be able to drag and drop it where I need it. And this episode could go out tomorrow. Magnificent. And and that's Anchor for all Anchor you guys that didn't know. Anchor.fm. Anchor. This episode is brought to you by Anchor.fm. Start your podcast today. This question is brought to you so, by so my, Anchor FM. BJ, ask away. My question is, since that's even better that it might be going on tomorrow, as you know, my time-honored tradition of changing my name each week to respond to whom I'm playing. I think last week was a pretty good one with old knees, uh, with my one of my favorite sayings of all time. Did you those old knees out with the knee slaps or – I'm sorry, we're getting uh, off. We're getting uh, off subject I, I, here. Go ahead. It's okay. So, so my question is: uh, my inbox is open. I would, I would like uh, any and uh, any of your best J names and/or pictures. Uh, that's who I'm cool. playing this week. So, while I have used a lot of ammunition in the past, I am open and ready for any new criteria, any new material for me to really get a good one at J. So, the inbox is open. Please go ahead, and if you hear this. I would love to hear any and all of your ideas. All right. Well, BJ would like to hear any ideas. I'd like to just put mine out there right now. Just one that came to my head quickly is paging Dr. Faggot. Paging Dr. Faggot. Uh, that's the leader in the clubhouse. Well, I mean, it's one-on-one, one, so I would hope it's the leader in the clubhouse. Well, I like <laughs> it. All right. Well, thank you again, BJ. Uh, we will talk to you again soon. Congrats on your win. 1-0 on the year. 1-12 last year. Uh, what a change of pace. Thank you again, buddy, and we'll uh, talk hey. to you soon. New season, new team, another win. Keep them coming. Thank, Thank you. you, buddy. Later, bud. Bye-bye. I just wish your friends were as mature as you. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Paging Dr. Faggot! Dr. Faggot! I should go. That's a good idea, Dr. Faggot. Have a good weekend. I miss you. I want to thank you again, BJ, for coming on to the podcast. As always, uh, it's a pleasure to have you, and I appreciate your time. Uh, back here now with Gabe. Gabe, let's talk about fantasy just for a little bit longer here and go into our studs and duds of the week. So who is your stud of the week and who is your dud of the week? All right. Uh so for my stud, I got to go with uh, a running back who also likes to throw the ball. If 
five touchdowns, 324 yards. He's got legs for days. He can run. He can throw. He can uh, he can bring this Ravens team to the fucking playoffs. Let me tell you that. He can do it. Um, just, you know, make sure you don't lose in the wild card like you did last year to my team. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson. Uh, great player. Had a hell of a game. Like I said, he was it was like a scrimmage out there for him. He was just going after it, uh, fucking Dolphins, and uh, he's my stud. My dud, I hate to do it to you, buddy, but I got to go with Mike Evans. I mean, listen, Jameis Winston or not, you got to produce. And there was a lot of talk about how he wasn't healthy going into week one. And according to him, he was he was fine. He was 100% and, uh, you know, clearly didn't show. Two receptions, 28 yards, 3.8 points. I don't know. He's the dud of this week for me. God damn it. Sorry. Well, unfortunately, you're not wrong. Uh, my style of the week goes to uh, – I mean, it has to go to Sammy Watkins, really. Um, I, thank I'm, you. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, for me, it's it's my boy. Uh, I miss you every day. Um, I actually saw you do something I haven't seen you do in a while, and that was actually drop a couple passes. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, you're, you, are, you are out of this world. Um, and once your football career is over, you clearly have a career in the WWE. WWE, yeah, my god, so that body slam was electric. That looked that looked painful. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Um, so DeAndre Hopkins, you know, two touchdowns, hundred and whatever yards. Just, uh, I mean, I guess it's just classic DeAndre. Um, but I did, and then for me, my my dud of the week uh, have to go all the way back to Thursday night in one of the worst football games I've ever seen. Aaron Jones just putting up a dud, 4.4 points. Uh, some A guy that I was personally high on coming on to the season, and he just uh, didn't perform well at all. That wasn't a good way to start the league. Um, I mean, you know, I, I was excited for it. Packers-Bears, I mean, 100-year season. Uh, we were all looking forward to it. And just to end at 10-3, it was uh, not too exciting. But, I mean, I mean, I guess that happens. Yeah, and, and personally, I'm a I'm a huge Mitchell Trubisky fan, and he yeah, just uh, he didn't have it, and it, it's it's I mean the comparisons are always going to happen because they were done in the same draft class, but Deshaun Watson going a lot later in that draft than Mitch Trubisky, and uh, the comparisons are there; they'll always be there. But uh, Deshaun Watson obviously looking like a top five quarterback in this league. Trubisky's just got to shake off the nerves. I mean, I I think he looked kind of out out of sorts out there. Um, but I mean, he, he's going to be all right. It's just, he's got to, he's got to just figure it out. He's got to figure out that offense and get back into it. Cause he's a great quarterback. He really is a great quarterback. Yeah. I think he's got a lot of talent there. Um, I hope he pulls through, um, and you know, the bear, the bears got a good team. So it really they're if they're going to make it anywhere, uh, they need, they need the arm. They need to let the legs of Mitchell Trubisky, uh, just want to talk about, Real NFL here, just for a second. Obviously, you're a Chargers fan, like Paul's 49ers fandom. Doesn't make too much sense. Whatever. But, you know, you got to feel good. Want to know. Uh, actually, this is a double two-sided question here. I want to ask you how you're feeling. Obviously, Austin Eckler had that huge game. Melvin Gordon is still holding out for his contract. So how do you feel about the Chargers after week one? And how are you feeling after week one about Melvin Gordon's absence? Well, about the Chargers, I mean, I feel great. Um, you know, we got out of there with a win. Um, I, I was sweating during the whole game, though. I mean, they, you know, listen, shout out to Sh- Jacoby Brissett. I think he's a great player. I think he's going to be a great quarterback for the Colts. But with a freshly, uh, you know, with with luck dropping so early and with like a fresh new quarterback taking the reins, we should not have been – the game shouldn't have been as close as it was. I mean – we had to go into overtime to finish him off. We were up 24-9, and we just had 50, they, they had 15 unanswered points, and it was just just laziness from all around. So I was sweating during the game, but like you said, Austin Eckler had a huge game for us. He definitely took over. I mean, we, obviously, we got the Melvin Gordon holdout, which it, it's weird. Like, I'm, I'm on both sides of it because I love Melvin Gordon. I love what he's done. I, I think he's a great player, and, yes, I do think he deserves to get paid. I just I don't know if it's as much as he wants. Uh, I'm not sure who said it. It might have been Stephen A. Smith who said it perfectly. But I mean, he last year he didn't have the numbers to back up his case for this contract. And so my my thing is go out there and prove it. Play this year, 
get your touchdowns, get your yards up, show everyone what, what, show everyone what kind of player you can be, and then next year when you're off your rookie contract, we can give you that money. Our GM already told them straight up, we're done talking contracts. We're done talking extensions until after the year. So either you can play with us or you can go with another team and – I'll be. I won't be surprised if next year, if next in a couple weeks, he's with a new team because he's got to move on. But I do like the charges where we're at. Um, we just have to keep it going. We have to finish games. We have to finish. So, all right. So, so let me ask you though. So, your Giants, Eli, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones got some action. He basically butt fumbled. I, listen, Eli's going to do that from time to time, but, like, how, how are you sitting with your guys? You know, it's funny. Um, the Giants lost and my fantasy team lost, so football football's just in a bad spot right now. But th- this is how far my Giants and fantasy team fandom has gone. After Zeke scored his touchdown on Sunday, right. I sent that, the gift to the chat. Uh, the gift, yeah, the gift to the chat of Zeke pounding that cereal bowl. And as I'm saying, because I'm hyped that Zeke just scored a touchdown. And as I'm sending that, I'm getting a text from my dad saying, why am I, why am I a Giants fan? Oh, so he's all mad. Frank. that the Giants Shout are, out to Frank. He, he's all mad that the Giants are getting crushed. And I'm sitting there fucking hyped <laughs> yeah. because Zeke scored a touchdown. <laughs> I'm fucking mimicking the motion. Let's I'm fucking, go. Let's eat, baby. Zeke. So um, that's where I'm at with that. The Giants are, um, that their old line looked good. For what it's worth, um, Evan Ingram looked good. That defense is abysmal. Uh, and let me ask you. It's tough. Because I think it's almost inevitable. When or if do you think it's Daniel Jones' time? I mean, we saw Daniel Jones already at the end of the, the Dallas game because it was a blowout. Uh, I think it's sooner or later. Dallas is a good team. I will say that Dallas has good defense, one of the best lines of football, Dak, Zeke, Amari Cooper, three-headed monster. So I'm going to give Eli a pass for week one. I wish I knew who we were playing this week. I don't even know. Um, but I think, he's, I think he's got a longer string than most people think. I think Daniel Jones getting in there was just a product of, uh, you know, just get him some reps. Fuck it. Um, I think best-case scenario, Eli plays decent, and we don't see Daniel Jones next year. And uh, – I think that's the best case scenario. I think every this league is kind of turned into trial by fire. We've seen, you know, Kyler Murray start. Mm-hmm. We've seen Sam Darnold last year start right away. So it's one of those things. It's, it's double-sided, but um, I don't know. I wish I knew. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's so hard with them because they used to be so good, and now, you know, they, it, it's – they're, they're, they just struggle to put up points. Like it, it's not a sense where it's like, hey, they scored a lot and they happen to lose. They just can't. It, it's it's tough for them to get in the end zone, and I hate to tell you that, yeah. but I mean, I know you know. But I mean, for me personally, the only quarterback controversy I had, I have this year was whether or not I was going to take Deshaun Watson in the fourth round. So Eli Manning, Daniel Jones. I don't care. Right. Deshaun Watson fourth round. Could I have waited? Maybe. I'm still kind of struggling with it. It's okay. That that's the only quarterback controversy I want to have. Um, before we we have we only have a couple questions in the mailbag, so we're gonna hold off on that a little bit longer. Before we do, we're gonna go into top three. We just came up with this off the top of our head. So for today, we're gonna do the top three Nintendo games, your own personal. I would say all time, but it's your own personal top three Nintendo games, starting with number three. Gabe, go ahead. All right, number three. I mean. It'd be wrong of me not to include Super Smash Brothers. I mean, and, and I'm I'm I don't even know if I'm allowed to do this, but I'm gonna include all of them: the original Melee, the one for the Wii, the new one. That's cheating. Oh, okay, listen, I'm a cheater then. Fuck it. That those games are dope, and it's an all around great game that everybody loves to play. Everybody can just fight each other. Good times. Um, what's your number three? See, I'm not actually that mad that you took the Smash Brothers because I'm going to take a different approach. Uh, I'm not going to have a lot of uh, Mario answers or classic Nintendo games. Uh, for me, my Nintendo experience was back in the day was going to Tommy K video mm-hmm. in Hamden. Yes, and, sir. And they, used to, they used to write Pug on the Nintendo 64, so I used to laugh all the time because Pug and I had you know my aunt had a dog at the time. There were Pugs, but I didn't realize until like probably five years later that I just meant previously used game. 
whatever. So number three for me, World Cup 98. Uh, shout out Eric Wimalda. Uh, he scored all the G notes for me. Uh, World Cup 98 coming in number three easily. Looking back at those, thinking back to those graphics now. <sighs> Unbelievable. So that's my number three. Gabe, number two for you. All right, number two, I'm going to go with a game that I think a lot of people played, actually. Um, a lot of people really love this game because it's just, like, so much fun. Snowboarding, the SSX Tricky. Yes. Tricky. Yes. Those games were fucking unbelievable. And the there was one specifically, I think it was for the GameCube. I think it was SSX Tricky 3. And just like the flips and stuff you could do, like just rolling around on the on the snow, snowboarders, like I love that shit. That was my two. Number two for me is uh, NBA Jam '99. Keith Van Horn on the Ooh. cover. Ooh, that game was fire. Uh, you, you know, it's no it's no mystery here on this podcast that I'm a big fan of broadcasters. So actually, I think Marv Albert was. Uh, the announcer back then and, and the shit they used to get away with saying uh, a couple of things, Michael Jordan being uh, had obviously his rights weren't allowed yet, or he didn't allow his rights to be on game. So he was roster guard 99. Um, that was dope. Uh, if you went, if you went ham with a certain player for me, it was the 99 Lakers. So, but Robert Horry used to be my guy in that game. And Marv Albert would be like, he's gone mad. He has mad cow disease. And what? Yeah, like when I was younger, I'd be like, yeah, he has mad cow yeah. disease. Fuck yeah. Bang. And then you realize what mad cow, mad cow disease is. And you're just like, what the fuck is allowing this on a Why is he saying game? that, bro? Like what? That is not good. But for me, number two, NBA Jam 99. What's number one for you? All right, number one, I'm going to get a little cocky, but this is just how I feel. There's one game out there, one video game out there that I have the most confidence in as a person, I know for a fact anybody that plays me most likely getting scraped. Super Mario Strikers, Nintendo GameCube. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Yeah. Soccer game, mad fun. Smack it, smack it. Mad fun for the GameCube. One of my favorite Nintendo games of all time. I played that game like it was my fucking job. I challenge anybody, anybody to that game. Anybody to that game. Listen, maybe you will win. I don't know. But I guarantee you I'll give you a run for your money. Well, go ahead because I, I don't think I ever played that game. Uh, Fire. Got to play it. Sure. I mean, you're probably the best in the world at it because you're the only one in the world that's ever played it. Pretty much. But uh, So number one for me is uh, Super Super Mario 64, probably the greatest game, probably the greatest Nintendo game ever, honestly. Um, I feel like it's cheating taking that one, but uh, just the whole thing, jumping into pitchers, the into the level, like that game was way ahead of its time, uh, beating Bowser and those fucking, fucking waddling brick walls. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. So uh, just that, the Goombas that look like Mike head, Mike's head. <laughs> So that's an easy one. Super Mario 64. I want to talk about some honorable mentions, though. Uh, I'm actually a little upset. I didn't get this into my top three. I thought about it later. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. Oh, uh, absolutely. The blue Nintendo 64 case yes. uh, should have been in the top three. But that game was legit. Absolutely. Agreed. You have any other ones you want to mention here, Gabe? I mean, it'd be wrong not to mention Mario Kart. Um you, you know you're getting older when you start inventing yeah. drink, drinking games for Mario Kart. I feel like Mario Kart became more prominent for me in college. It was just like, oh, yeah, you want to play Mario Kart? It's like, yeah, fuck yeah. But like growing up, it was never Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more of just like, yeah, this game's fun, whatever. And then in college, it was just like, all right, but this is what we're going to do. We're going to chug yeah. a beer and you got to finish it before the three laps. And Yeah, yeah, that game was dope. Uh, all right, so that is our top three. Let us know what we missed. Any Nintendo games that you played as a kid that should have made the cut, uh, let us know. It is time now for Mail Time. Mail Time. Mail Time. Mail time. The mail's here. Come on. Bye, guys. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. First time, long time. Thanks for having me in. Question for Miyagi. 
after week one of the football season, what team in the 465 Fantasy Football League would you least want to own? And then my second question is for either of you. Would Paul even play on our intramural football league? Would he help us or would he have just sat on the bench? I'll hang up and listen. Yo, shout out to Artie for the dope questions. Thank you so much for those. Um, seeing as how Miyagi's not here, I'm going to answer these questions. Uh, just me. What team would I least want to own? To be honest, this was a hard one. Um, I feel like, yes, there are teams that are better than others, but I feel like every everyone's got a pretty good couple starters. But that's not what I was looking at. I'm looking at bench. I'm looking at overall teams. And I hate to do it to him because he's one of the new guys. And I think the new guys, we got to stick together. But I don't think I would want Paul's team. Paul's got some great players. He's got Drew Brees. He's got Michael Thomas, one of the top top three, if not top two wide receivers. Top top three, top three, top three wide receivers. Um, but, I mean, overall, I mean, I love Philip Lindsay, but I don't think he's anything special. I, if it were me, I'd probably want to put him in as flex. Brandon Cook's just not showing up yet. But I'm also looking at his bench. Tyreek Cohen, I think he's great. I think he's a great player. Randall Cobb, I think once he figures out uh, his role in Dallas, he'll be good. I'm not loving everybody else. I mean, listen, Carlos Hyde, he's got him, but I'm not I'm not big on Carlos Hyde this year. Uh, Ido Smith was a sleeper in a couple leagues, but, I mean, the Falcons, I don't know what happened in week one with the Falcons. Matt, I, I got Matt Ryan as a quarterback. Rest assured, he'll be on my bench week two as I throw in. Tom, six-time Brady over here. But, uh, but yeah, so sorry, Paul, but uh, that'd be you. And while we're on the subject of Paul, would he be good in your intramural f- football team? Well, seeing as how I didn't go to Quimpiac, I've never seen any games. I don't know what position he'd be, and I don't know how the team meshes well together. I'm going to say yes. Paul, I got your back, bro. The new guys, we got to stick together. I'm going to say yes just because the one time I met Paul, which was what, two weeks ago when we were at Mohegan for G's birthday, he's a, he's a pretty big dude. He's a big, pretty big, solid dude. I think he'd be a good running back. Just give them the ball and watch him fucking truck guys left and right. I mean, I don't know if Jimmy can stop him. Was Jimmy on the team? Jimmy's on the team. All right. I'm going to say yes. Paul, I, listen, I don't want your team, but I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You'd be all right in that, in that intramural team. We're going to go to one last break here in the 465 Fantasy Football Podcast. Hey, this is G-Money to Commission checking back in. I hope you're enjoying this episode with Gabe. Before we get back to the episode, though, I did have a conversation with Miyagi's a little bit earlier today, and I'm going to share that now. Thanks for listening, and make sure you rate, review, subscribe, five stars to the 465 Fantasy Football Podcast. Oh, oh, there it is. Hey, buddy, it started recording right away. Just let's give you a heads up. Can you hear me? Is that a yes, buddy, or what? Yo, G, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yo, G. Can you hear Stop me? That. Don't play that game <laughs> with me. What is going on, Miyag? Welcome into the 465 Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, unfortunately, this app lets, lets us only do it through the phone, which is easier in some ways and rougher in others, but we'll make it work. Uh, buddy, I wanted to talk to you because you were supposed to be on the show. I uh, want to see how you're feeling after week one. I actually don't even remember if you won or not. Um, but more specifically about the trade that you made with BJ. And after, within the last 20 minutes or so, rape allegations coming out against Antonio Brown, uh, do you feel nervous now or at the trade at all? Yeah, G, thanks for having me. Um, I don't think I really regret making that trade at all. It's, um, I was talking a little bit with BJ yesterday, actually, after we made the trade. It's kind of nice because we both get to cheer for, like, players that are on our team. So it just makes fantasy that much better this year. Yeah, it was, um, it, it's funny to me that a, uh, A.B. obviously talent-wise is one of the best receivers in fantasy, one of the best receivers that we've seen in this generation. 
but because all of a sudden he was wearing a New England Patriots helmet, BJ wants absolutely nothing to do with him, which just makes zero sense. A little bit of a homer move there, getting Jameson Powder, uh, jerking him off for his 14 catches and 99 yards. 14 catches and 99 yards. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a 14 catches is a nice stat line. But if you can't break 100 yards on 14 catches, you need to reevaluate yourself. Uh, speaking of the Jets, though, Le'Veon Bell, motherfuckers. <laughs> you got you got to be happy with how that turned out. Uh, seeing him back in the end zone, getting you 20 point something points. Uh, is that something that, I mean, obviously that's something you expect out of your first round pick. Uh, how ecstatic are you with how he started off the year? Pumped. It was pretty, it was pretty nerve wracking looking back now. Um, I probably should have taken Zeke. Um, there was no way, you know, looking back now that I think about it, that he was actually going to sit out the season like Melvin Gordon. But, um, I want to go back to AB real quick again. I'm not worried about this whole rape allegation. I mean, Jay, you and I, we study criminal justice. It's only rape if you uh, end up getting charged, right? Element of a crime, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, you sir. have to get caught and get charged. So it's not rape or murder, right? <laughs> it's, it's only rape. Yes means, what is it? No means yes and yes means anal. <laughs> Hey, right. Keith Dingwell would be pretty happy with us right now. Uh, shout out Heath Dingwell. Uh, I don't know if anybody else had Heath Dingwell. Probably not. He was the man. Uh, there, there's actually I want. There's a question I wanted to ask you because uh, Artie was actually the only one that came into into it today, and um, he asked. He wanted to know two questions. One, uh, which team out of any of the teams in the league would you not want to manage? And two. If you were, and if, if one, it's, it's actually funny because it's going to be you and Gabe. So um, he actually hit us. He hit me up. He's like, this one's for Miag. Which one do you want, not want to manage? And this is for Gabe. Do you think Paul would make it on our intramural team? So really, I don't understand. I was like, why would you ask Gabe about the intramural team? But okay. So, uh, so we'll start with the team. Which team do you least want to manage at this moment? And two, uh, do you think Paul would make it on the intramural team? Obviously, Paul is famous for flaunting rings and not actually playing any snaps. <laughs> so I'm already dying at this question because there was this moment in the draft at Mo at Mohegs when we were sitting there, and I get this text from Greg, and it goes, "Look at Paul's team." Like if you remember, there's like a moment where him and I are just cracking up, and nobody knows like what's happening. Like Greg just like. And like he's like scrunched up in a ball laughing and I'm obviously dying there too, but I I'm surprised honestly Paul even put up uh ninety-eight points this week. Um, yeah, I mean it was looking bleak for a while, but Greg Greg Pendergast actually scored less than him somehow. I'm surprised by that for sure. Um I didn't think Paul was gonna even get to like eighty. I mean So so the answer is you wouldn't want to manage Paul's team? I don't think so. Not Fair at all. Enough. You don't want to be the general manager of the San Francisco 49ers, buddy? No. That team is, I personally like I personally think his team is beat, honestly. Um nothing is it against it or beat. Both at this point. <laughs> I mean, no, like it's nothing against him. Like I just remember looking at that draft board and I was like, Okay, that's probably a bottom three team, I think. But yeah. Hey, we'll we'll see how it goes. You never know. I, I, there's a lot of projections on uh, Jay's episode. We'll hopefully get up bits and pieces over the next week or two. But um, I mean, like you said, Greg had Greg's team had less than him overall. Yeah, but Greg, I think me, me, and, uh, me and Jay talked about last week the three teams that we thought would be were Pendergast, Paul, and Gabe. But Gabe actually pulled through a victory this week, so we can't say too much and, about his team. And but. Paul outscored G Payne too, like. G-Pain only yes. had 92. Team Landmines? Did, oh, yeah. Well, that's because G-Pain got busted on. Old knee. He's tested. The, BJ flexed those old knees out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. All right. And so, Latin, uh, just to follow up on that last question, do you think Paul would have made it on our intramural team? Oh, hell yeah. I think he would have, yeah. for sure, yeah. I mean, if you played, like, real football, I mean, granted, it's flag football, but, like, you just have like a general like awareness experience. I feel like on the field, 
Uh, well, me, me and Paul played the same amount of snaps in D1 football, so that's good. <laughs> uh, all right, well, I think that's where we're going to wrap it up here. Miyagi, I want to thank you again for the time. We'll get you on for a full episode. This, if this actually might work. We might be able to pull this off uh, as a full episode. I don't mind this. We just got to see uh, how it's perfect sound at the end of this. So I actually like this a lot, and that will help, uh, help other people get on because it's an app and it's through the phone, and we can actually do it, do it. Yo, Gene, so, you still have the uh, questions from last week? Uh, yeah, me, me and Jay went through them. Okay. So I'm going to put all that out. I'm going to put, I'm going to put, I'm going to put Jay's. I'm gonna, the goal is to try to get two things are going to happen. One, I'm actually going to try to put Jay's together. It's really a mess. It canceled out four times and I'm going to try to get Jay's um, in, maybe in bits and pieces in this one or put all like the best moments, the important moments, uh, like his analysis of the teams, the top three, the end, all the rando questions just to get the really fun parts in there just to make sure at least get, gets out there. Cause I'm if very not, curious in the full episode. To know yeah, we what answered all. Jay. Okay, who? Yeah, picked. we answered all of them. Yeah, so we, we answered all of them, and we will. Uh, I will make sure that gets out to everybody. All right, all right. Well, thanks so much, buddy. I appreciate your time, and we'll do this again definitely soon. Take it easy, buddies. All right, later, bud. All right. Welcome back in, Miyag. Thank you so much for the time. I appreciate the nice conversation we had there. Uh, it was a couple hours ago now, so I don't even remember what was said, but we'll listen to it. and uh, It'll all make sense in a second. Gabe, we're going to wrap things up here with you. But before we do, Miyag wanted me to make sure that I asked you a specific question. He wants me to ask all the guests this. I did ask it to Jay last week in an undisclosed episode that may or may not live somewhere uh, in the future. But he wants to know, the bang bus comes to pick you up. Wow. <laughs> Who do you hope is waiting for for you in there? <laughs> the, oh, wait, wait, wait. So the bang bus. So the bang to... bus comes to pick you up. Yeah. Who do you hope is waiting there for you? Just like. So from, from I don't. Someone I want to bang. I mean, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say someone that you want to bang. Uh, let's, let's look at the latest bang bus videos. Oh. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a, okay. Got that's it. a bang. This is yeah. This is awful radio. That's a bang bus. That's a bang bus. Okay. Got it. I didn't put this in incognito mode. Oh my god. Got it. Oh wow. Got I got it. something. Okay. I got watch. That's cool. I'm gonna, okay. see, I'm gonna go ahead that's and save that. this. Oh one. wow. That, yeah. That, yeah. That yeah, one looks they, okay. They look like right. they're having fun. <laughs> so anyway, so the bang up? so the bang bus pulls up. <laughs> got it. Who do you hope is waiting there for you? Ooh, Brandy Love. You know. Ooh, Brandy Love. Now I got to pull out the archives because I'm pretty sure last week when we had this question for Jay, I had the same answer. Well, me. No, hey, I mean, like, no, there's nothing wrong Jay, think about it. Let's wrong. Get it. No, no, I had that same oh. answer. <laughs> I just can't believe we took it to the next level. And I am so glad we did. Okay, so I, I got, I got, I think two right now. So definitely Brandy Love. Like, oh, 100%. Bro. You got to do that. Um, maybe in the seat sitting next to her. Oh, no, I'm sorry. James said Lex Steele. For for the record, James' number one porn star is Lex Steele. Continue. Lex Steele. All right. Respect. Respect. <laughs> Riley Reed. Oh, you got to get educated, no, buddy. She's not the one who died, right? No, no, right? That's all. all Ames, maybe? August Ames? Maybe. Oh, no. One of them died. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's a Google search waiting yeah. to happen, but I don't think she's dead. Okay, right? as long as she's not dead. Yeah, good. Riley Reed. That's that's fucking. She's, that, uh, there's, there's a different word for that. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's <laughs> not okay. That's no. That's not me. That's oh, not me. Okay. But uh, this bang bus is interesting. Uh, Riley's yeah, Riley's. Yeah, I can't stop staring at this bang bus page <laughs> right now. I don't know what's going on. There's one girl who looks like Robin from How I Met Your Mother. She's about to. <laughs> I'm about to introduce myself. You know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna quote you from the other day. Uh, Riley Reed, she's got a what you would call a dumper. Oh, she she got a dumper. She got okay. a dumper. She got a dumpy. She got a dumpany. We like the the, the dumplings around here, right, Miag? <laughs> oh God! All right, Brandy Love on the bang bus. Yep, no, that's that's me too. But after seeing all these other girls on the bang bus, maybe uh, oh, figure it out. <laughs> Uh, all yeah, right. shout out for the question, my man. All Thank right. you. That question is coming to everybody all year. Um, something to think about. Yeah, something, something to do. You know, some research uh, to do. You yeah. know, you know. Um, 
before we let you go though, Gabe, we do like to do bold predictions here. So we want a fantasy bold prediction and I can't take you seriously with this page. Up, but <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, we're going to keep it up. Good. All right. <laughs> uh, so fantasy bold prediction uh, about a player and then about one of the teams. Uh, fantasy karma may or may not be real. So you can tread as lightly as you want, or you can just go ahead and dump on somebody. Uh, like saying Paul's going to finish one and twelve. One and twelve might be a little bit uh, too much praise for Paul, but that's that's not my bold prediction. It's yours. So go ahead, bold prediction for fantasy and bold prediction for the league. All right. So fantasy, I, I'm just me personally. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay humble here because I'm new to the league. I, I don't you know I, I'm I've, I've only gotten so far. I got one win. I don't have too much to celebrate for. Um. For the league, I mean, I, I can say one thing confidently. I think one of the three new guys is going to make the final four. I see that happening. I think, yes, no, our teams aren't perfect, but I think we've all got some fixing to do, and we've got some great players that could help us in the long run. So I'm going to say one of the three new guys, shout out to Pendergast, shout out to Sullivan, shout out to me, Apriya. <laughs> one of the three of us is going to at least make the final four. Maybe. I don't know. That's my prediction. For the entire league, I, I can talk about any one player, right? It might be too soon, but I'm going to throw it out there. Kyler Murray, top five quarterbacks, wow. top five, at least. Okay. I see it. All right. I see it happening. You see something. I mean, he can't see anything over his linemen, but as long as you see something, okay. It, it, they, they got a little shorter in the second half. Okay. But like that. He got stretched out. Okay. He got stretched out. He shook He shook off the nerves. He, he got, you know, hit a few times, and he said, okay, that's what it feels like. Let me get back into it. Kyler Murray, top five quarterback. Quite, quite bold there. Gabe, I want to thank you so much for coming out tonight and getting this done with me. Um. If just uh, we we let just if you want to say a few parting words here and then we'll wrap it up. I know you wanted to take some shots at the group chat. We didn't we didn't necessarily get there. So if you just want to take some parting shots, say some parting words, we'll wrap this course, bitch up. Of course, Julianne, I just want to thank you, G Money to Commish. Thank yes, you for having me on the podcast. Yes, um, thank you for not posting the episode of you shitting on my team before I got that win over the defending champion. Doesn't exist. Yeah, it shouldn't exist. Um, I think the group chat's hilarious. I just don't know what they're fucking talking about half the time. Fucking Jay was throwing a quote and somebody was like, how'd you remember that? And he was like, oh, I remember that from that time. And I'm over here like, yeah. And like, I can't tell you how many times I want to joke around and be like, yeah, totally. I remember that shit. But I know it won't go over well. I know it won't be funny. It'll be fucking Jay and Jimmy just being like, Gabe, shut the fuck up. So shout out to the group chat. Um, if you don't like my sarcasm... I don't know. Don't at me. I don't know what to tell you. That's who I am. I'm going to post a lot more gifts. Um, let's get this win. Go Chargers. Go Chargers. Go Chargers. Go. Go Luke Skywalkers. I gave my team name. Luke. I had to throw in Luke something because when I first met all you motherfuckers, they were like, oh, it's Luke. I know we tried to wrap this up and I won't mention any names, but there's somebody who's publicly said that uh, they don't like your team name and they think you should change it. It's not me. It's actually not me because usually when I say, you know, it's not me, it's me and I'm just saying it. Right, right, right. So, not me. Listen, time. the reason I went with Luke Skywalker's is because I had to throw in Luke something because like I said, that's that's everyone when some when everyone met me, they were like Luke's here. So I th- I threw it in. If it's hated around the league, I'm open to suggestions. I'm open to changing it. I mean, I'm pro- all of your suggestions are probably going to be bullshit, but if if more than half the league wants me to change it, I'll think about changing it. That's what that's the kind of guy I am. Yeah, I think this. There's only one person bothered by it, but uh, is it you? You can just say it. It's not me. It's not me. I I just I have a little more. I have a little more. I hold it down for you. I am Fort Knox. You know who you are. You know who you are. All right. Thanks so much, Gabe, for coming in. I appreciate the hell out of it. This was fun time. Absolutely. Um, Hopefully, this if this new platform worked, me and him literally just recorded, edited, drag and drop everything pretty much while we were recording. So this is pretty much good to go. And if, in that case, uh, we only end this show on three words and three words only. Love you guys. Shut up, Jay. That's tomorrow. And that is it for us today.
Okay, I don't know. Whatever it is, it's not right on the teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. No, there it is. We are going to do Sting, yeah. Okay, but... Okay. Yeah, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Okay. Any? Sure. There's yeah. no words there to play us out. What does that mean, to play us out? It's, Sting is going to do... It's a video. Sting video. What is for credits? I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean? To end the show? Yeah. Yeah. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is a. Okay. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. No. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! In five, four, three. That's tomorrow and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away.